the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. How about $220,987.65 a game? How's that sound to you? That's what Mike Trout is going to get on his new contract with the Anaheim Angels. 12 years, $430 million. That's actually an extension to, uh, on top of, I think he's making about $25 million right now or $30 million. Anyway, he averages about 700 at-bats a year if you count the walks. That comes to 52000 at 700 at-bats. It would be $52,571.42 per at-bat. Every time he steps up to the plate, there could be somebody there with a big bag of cash and hand him $52,571 and then reach in his pocket a quarter dime. Anyway, that's what he would get per bat. Of course, all of this is before taxes. And if some of the Democrats get their way, he'd be tacked at 70% after the first $10 million. That means he'd pay $3.9 million on the first $10 million of the, of the contract, not counting state taxes, which is in California, which in California is, uh, by the way, 13%. So that gets him up to $5 million in uh, taxes. And I'm no CPA, so don't uh, take these number to the bank, numbers to the bank. But 70% of the last $26,800,000 is $18,760,000, plus $2,438,000 in state taxes. That means he'd only get to keep about $5 million of the last $26 million he'd make every year. And you go over 12 years, we're talking about, uh, what, uh, you know, $200 million in taxes he'd pay. He should be able to have a lot of fun with that money that he's making, but I'm sorry, the money that uh, they'd be taking from him is ridiculous. Now, what would make anybody who works for the government believe that the government is entitled to that much money from anybody? I don't care if you make $3.6 billion a year. Uh, the government should not be able to take 70% of what anybody makes. You, you, 70%, how many weeks are there in a year? 52? 70% of that's about 36 weeks. So that means that for 36 weeks out of the year, every penny you make, you may as well just walk out the door and hand, it, hand a check for your weekly pay to some slob from the government, some uh, bureaucrat standing outside the door of your office. Here, here's what I made this week. Here, you can have it. Thanks a lot. How much sense does that make? So, you know, the government should not be able to take that kind of money from you. Uh, and if, if they did take, say, I don't know, 10 percent, he would pay $3 million in taxes. That would more than pay for his upkeep in the country, wouldn't it? For his, uh, you know, privilege to live here. He's a great example for why there should never have been a federal income tax, by the way. And there should uh, be a federal sales tax. And if the state you live in wants to tax your income, you can move to a state that doesn't want to tax your income or one that taxes you less. Now, by the way, uh, this contract that uh, Mike Trout signed, it should tell Pirate fans all they need to know about what a joke Major League Baseball is. Because there's no way on earth the Pirates are ever going to pay a player that kind of money. No matter how good he gets... Uh, maybe you know a hundred years from now, inflation will catch up, and they will. But in you know in the near in the foreseeable future, they are not going to pay anybody that kind of money. And if Trout had played for them in the first six years of his career, he's in his seventh year now, I think he would have been gone as a free agent to the Dodgers, Cubs, Yankees, uh, I don't know, Angels, uh, Red Sox. And if you think it's crazy that baseball players make so much more than NFL players, by the way, keep in mind that Ben Roethlisberger who does okay at $20 million a year, he makes more than a million dollars a game. If they play four playoff games, which would mean three postseason games, which would mean three playoff games and a world and a Super Bowl, that would be 20. So that would be an even million dollars a game if they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, so, you know, he's doing okay. And that's the biggest contract, by the way, the, the, the one the Trout uh, is about to sign will be the biggest contract in sports history. 
Uh, just so you, I just thought I'd catch you up on that. And if you're a Pirates uh, fan getting ready for baseball season, just understand that the Pirates have no chance whatsoever to compete for players like this. None. Zero. Never happen. They are never going to have a player this good play for them for that long. Never, ever, ever going to happen. But other than that, everything about Major League Baseball makes perfect sense if you live in Pittsburgh. Anyway, on to other things. Uh, like the lunatics running for the Democratic nomination for president. Elizabeth Warren got a standing ovation in Jackson, Mississippi, for, for suggesting one of the common bits of insanity. We need to make sure that every vote counts. And, and I want to I push that right here in Mississippi, because I think this is an important point. You know, come a general election, presidential candidates don't come to places. Like Mississippi. Yeah. They also don't come to places like California and Massachusetts, right? Because we're not the battleground states. Well, my view is that every vote matters. And the way we can make that happen. Is that we can have national voting and that means get rid of the electoral college and everybody well when we come back we're going to talk to somebody who's really smart and can explain why a president should have to you know win the electoral college to be elected In my 10 years of Food for the Poor, I have not seen anything like this since the aftermath of the earthquake. That's Food for the Poor's Paul Jacobs on the humanitarian crisis in Haiti. I'm John Stagerwald, and your business could be the answer to saving lives today. More in a moment. The political unrest had the fuel costs and a number of things that have literally cut off resources to the country has fueled a humanitarian crisis that we haven't seen this bad in years. But Food for the Poor, being a ministry in Haiti for more than 33 years, does the work of saving lives. Become a business benefactor with the answer today. You make a $1,200 tax-deductible gift to Food for the Poor, and we'll give you $1,200 in free primetime advertising for your business this year. We don't get a dime of the money. 100% goes to Food for the Poor to meet this immediate need. Your gift will feed nearly four families for a year and provide water for life. Call 412-937-1500, 412-937-1500, or give online at theanswerpgh.com. Do it now. Offer ends March 31st. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA, there are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. There are lots of changes happening in health care today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every health care provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. MyPillow's Mike Lindell is on a mission to help you get the best sleep of your life. This is John Stoggerwald, and he certainly helped me. I love MyPillow, as you well know. But now Mike has gone the extra mile, nearly 6,000 miles, in fact, all the way to Giza in search of the best Egyptian cotton in the world to create the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. My Pillows Giza Dreams Bed Sheets. Luxurious, soft, breathable, and extremely durable. One night, and you'll never want to sleep on anything else. And right now, get a special 30% off My Pillow Dream Sheets with free shipping. Use promo code STAG when you call 800-716-8087 or place your order at MyPillow.com. 60-day money-back guarantee if you're not completely satisfied. Call 800-716-8087 or visit MyPillow.com and be sure to use promo code STAG for 30% off plus free shipping. That's 800-716-8087 or visit MyPillow.com. Sweet dreams from MyPillow. 
2020 is right around the corner, and the desperate left is threatening America with, you got it, a socialist agenda. Extreme far-left politicians have become, some of them, unhinged. Nancy Pelosi wants to declare a national emergency and take our guns. Andrew Cuomo has legalized late-term abortion. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants to raise taxes to save the world and recently compared America to garbage. Patriots, time to take the garbage out. You don't have to shop at the liberal companies that use your hard-earned dollars to support these far-left politicians. Need a conservative alternative for your cell phone? It's easy to switch to Patriot Mobile, America's only conservative cell phone company. Get the same reliable nationwide coverage you already have and know your hard-earned money is supporting only conservative organizations like the Susan B. Anthony List, Gun Owners of America, the Heritage Foundation, and more. With plans starting as low as $20 a month, why wait? Call 1-800-APATRIOT and use the code HUE or head over to PatriotMobile.com forward slash HUE to get up to two activation fees waived. Stop infanticide. Stop gun control. Stop the insanity and switch to Patriot Mobile today. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, in case you missed it, the governor of Colorado uh, is the uh, latest um, uh, politician to forget that he lives in the United States of America and signed a law that would allow the state to skip the annoying, um, you know, the annoying uh, electoral college part of the presidential election and just award its electoral votes to whoever wins the most popular votes in the national election. And it's the swell, and uh, the Colorado is the twelfth state to do it. But the uh, first swing state, Hans von Spakovsky, is an election law senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation, and by the way, a becoming a regular guest on this show. Good to have him again. He joins us now. Thanks for coming on again, Hans. Well, I appreciate it, John. It's good to talk to you. So, uh, can Colorado and the other eleven states and the District of Columbia get away with this? Uh, no, I don't think so, because what they're doing is they're they're agreeing to a state compact, you know, in other words, a contract between the states. And if you look at the Constitution, <laughs> there's a provision that says uh, state compacts have to be approved by the U.S. Congress. And the folks that are behind this, they call it the National Popular Vote Plan, they're claiming, oh, no, they don't have to get the approval of Congress. And what uh, – what, on, based on what? What makes them think they don't need the approval if it says right there in the Constitution? Well, because uh, there's an old Supreme, U.S. Supreme Court case that says that certain compacts that don't affect uh, the federal government or the structure of the federal government uh, don't need approval by Congress. And what that's usually been applied to is, is like, you know, like water sharing agreements, you know, like when two states uh, enter in, into an agreement that uh, says, well, here's how we'll share the water from this river that flows okay. through both. And, and usually... Uh, they don't have to get a congressional approval. But this plan, which would completely change um, uh, the structure that we've set up for electing the president, it's pretty clear that this does not fit in that U.S. Supreme Court case, and they will have to get, get approval. I mean, look, that's not the only problem with it. There are a million other things that are wrong with uh, doing what 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 uh, the Colorado has just passed. Well, uh, first of all, I think it's unbelievably stupid to even propose it, but that's that's one thing. But this guy's uh, this guy who uh, uh, in in Colorado, uh, he's a governor of a state, and you know you have to be pretty smart to get to the point where you're the governor of a state. What what uh, is it about the United States of America? You know that each state uh, decides who that state wants to be president. Why is that such a, con- a concept that seems to be hard for the to understand and or accept? Well, I think it's partially because they just don't understand uh, why the Electoral College was what we originally put in. The, the, the original reasons for it are just as true today as they were then. By the way, it's amazing that a governor would basically sign a bill that um, negates, negates the will of the people of his state. Because what he's saying is that if, if for example, a Republican presidential candidate got a majority vote, in Colorado, but but the national popular vote goes to a, uh, a Democratic candidate rather than Colorado declaring the Republican the winner. No, they're going to declare the Democrat the winner, going against the will of the people of his, of his state. But look, the main reason the founders put put in electoral college was this: they said, look, if we have a national popular vote uh, election, then candidates will just go to the big cities. They will go to the urban areas, and they will ignore 
the rest of the country, you know, the rural areas, the places with not as much population, the, what, what everybody on the East Coast uh, calls flyover country. And this will mean that uh, candidates won't ignore those areas. Well, look, that's just as true today as it was then. In fact, probably more so. Um, we have huge urban areas. Um, we have big media markets in those urban areas. And if you switch to a national popular vote system, why would any of the candidates go to uh, the whole interior part of the country? You know, the part that voted almost overwhelmingly for Donald Trump. Yeah. And uh, I had a guest on last week uh, to talk about energy and uh, wind and solar. And um, this came up because, uh, the, the, you know, the, what people who are so in love with solar energy or mostly wind energy uh, don't understand or, or don't admit when they are out there selling it is that uh, it takes a huge amount of space to um, to produce the kind of energy that you want need by wind. That's a lot of windmills. And the only place that that space is available is in rural areas so the people in new york city can uh, uh, a liberal city like new york can fall in love with the idea of wind power and vote uh that they and vote for people who want to have wind power and then in the uh in the in out in nebraska uh, somebody will have to uh provide the space for all the windmills and it's you know it's, well, it just shows the, the difference in in uh interests from one state to another yeah, and that's the other thing that I think people today just don't understand, which is, um, look, the framers of the Constitution didn't want a national election. They wanted a series of regional elections that uh, had to be won by candidates. In other words, go and win each state in the different parts of the country. Why? Because that will get um, a presidential candidate with a broader uh, consensus amongst American voters, rather than somebody who just uh, gets the votes of the big urban urban centers, the big cities, which get bigger all the time, and ignores the rest of the country. Back then, it would have been uh, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston would have elected yeah. the presidents, right? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And uh, anybody who doubts it's not still this way or gotten worse, just take a look at the 2016 election. And look how the votes, you know, divided up yeah. around the country. Just, look, here's the other thing that people need to keep in mind. Um, this system would set up uh, a system whereby you would have multiple presidential candidates, and the winner could be somebody not with a majority vote, not somebody who the majority of the American people like, but with only a plurality. I mean, you, you could have somebody winning the presidency only got 35% of the vote or 25%, yep. depending on how many candidates are in. And, and people think now they question the mandate a president has. If somebody becomes president who only 35% of the American people voted for, people are going to question every decision that he or she makes. Yep. Hans von Spakovsky is our guest. He's uh, an election law senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Uh, what, what, I, what gets me, Hans, it, uh, uh, I mean, you've explained it well here, but it, it seems to me that it's almost like uh, people, and, and especially people who are supposed to be smarter than this, seem to have forgotten that it was the states who decided to get together and form a federal government that they would give a certain amount of power to, but they went out of their way to make sure that the states maintained and retained a lot of that power and didn't give too much of it to the federal government. It's almost like there are people, and I think there are people out there who have forgotten that, and that actually walk around thinking that, you know, the, 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 somebody got together after there was already a United States of America and decided to, you know, let's chop it up into 50, 50 sections and we'll call them states. It worked exactly the, in the opposite way, and that's, that's a perfect explanation for why we have an electoral college. Well, no, you're absolutely right. And there's a lot of uh, elitist liberals today who really think that state government should just be political subdivisions of the federal government, and that the federal government should run everything. They, frankly, we ought, they, they think we ought to be like France. You know, right. in France, the provincial governments aren't separate, independent governments like they are here. They're just, they're just parts of the national government. And a lot of liberals like that idea, because then uh, they don't have to convince people in places like Colorado and, and Texas 
to to pass different kinds of legislation, Washington can just dictate to them what to do. Well, well, what about the argument someone could make that at the time that the Electoral College was uh, um, considered and, and implemented, that there was no Nebraska, there was no Colorado, there was no Wyoming, and so that the founders could not have imagined that there would be states that would be that large with such small numbers of people that could still have two senators, which uh, the same people who want to get rid of the Electoral College want to uh, have, let California have like 12 senators. But what about that argument that, you know, that there was no California back then? There was no Texas even. No, but there was, as you said, a Boston, a Philadelphia, and a New York, where very large numbers of people lived. And then we had other states uh, uh that were much more rural and didn't have large populations like Georgia. So, you know, the idea that um, that they didn't realize that, sorry, if you look at James Madison's uh, original notes of the Constitutional Convention, they very much talked about uh, this particular issue. And look, I, I see some folks say, oh, well, right now, um, candidates only go to the battleground or the swing states. They get all the attention. And this system will mean that uh, they'll go to other states. Well, again, that is not true. Th- this system means that people will go to the big cities, candidates will go to the big mm-hmm. cities to to, um, uh, to campaign, and city. all of our cities just get bigger, with very rare exceptions. On the other hand, battleground or swing states, they change. There, there are all kinds of things. Remember, Florida used to be a red state until the mid-1990s, yep. and now it's considered a swing state. Virginia used to be uh, a solid red state. Now it's a swing state. Uh, swing states change as populations uh, move in and out, but the cities just get bigger. Yeah, hey, 60 years ago, Tampa, Florida was Youngstown, Ohio, and then air conditioning yeah. showed up, and that changed everything. That's you know, People started thinking it was a pretty good idea to live there when they had it, could, could get an air conditioner. People move. Um, so um, are, how are, are the electors... The uh, electors chosen the same way in every state. Uh, no, there's some very there's some variation of that, um, but in in every in in 48 states, the electors it's a winner take all system. Uh, there are two states where uh, there's a proportional um, um, awarding. I think Nebraska is one of them. I, off the top of my head, I can't remember the other one. Um, but look, here's the other thing to keep in mind: uh, recounts under a national popular vote system would be a nightmare. I mean, you know, people think uh, it took a long time and it was controversial when we had just one recount in Florida. But look, if, um, if we had a national popular vote system, boy, a losing candidate, they would want to have a recount in every city and every county in every state because every single vote that they could get uh, added to their total would help them win. So we would no longer have recounts that might be limited to one state. Uh, Anytime anybody had a controversy, the recount would happen all over the country. I I only have a minute left here, Hans. I want to switch subjects real quickly. If you can give me in 30 seconds what you think of uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez was removed from Justice Democrats' board. Uh, and she, there, there, something happened here. Something new happened with this today. Uh, removed from the board of the PAC, she and the top aide controlled is the headline. I got like 20 seconds. Can you tell me if that means anything? Well, it's too late for it to mean anything because she was running it during her election, and that's what the complaint filed against her with the Federal Election Commission saying she violated federal campaign finance law is all about. Hans, thanks again for being here. I'm sure we'll have you again. See ya. Sure. Bye-bye. All right. And we will be right back. We're going to talk about uh, – we got something new coming up in the uh, in the second half hour about uh, food for the poor I want to talk to you about. But also we got some other stuff. So stick around right here on the John Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. And uh, we uh, we'll, we got a lot of stuff to cover in the second, uh, second 30 minutes. So stay where you are.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. There's a big win for the Trump administration on immigration. A divided Supreme Court ruled against a group of immigrants in a case about the government's power to detain them after they've committed crimes but finished their sentences. The immigrants had argued that unless they are picked up immediately, they are entitled to a hearing where they could argue they are no longer a danger. The court essentially ruled that is a misinterpretation of the law and that there is no time limit on when the government can detain them pending a hearing on whether they should be deported. That's correspondent Wally Hines reporting. President Trump says something should be done to make social media companies liable for their content. Speaking at a joint press conference with the president of Brazil, Mr. Trump said we have to do something. He also argued there was discrimination against Republicans on social media platforms. On Wall Street, the debt on by 27 points. This is SRN News. It's so nice now that the kids are asleep. Cheers. We got the kids, our house, a stable income. Checking off all the boxes. But there's one box we haven't checked off. What's that? Life insurance. We don't need to think about that now. We're young. That's why now is the best time. Life insurance gets more expensive the older you get. But I don't have time to do a blood test. It's such a hassle to meet with someone just to get a quote. Not with Ethos. Ethos? It's a modern kind of life insurance. You just answer four quick questions at GetEthos.com and get a free instant quote. No pushy salespeople. And no medical exams required for policies covering under a million dollars. You can apply online in just 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Let's do it. Hmm. But then what will we do for the rest of the night? I'm sure we can think of something. (laughs) Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to getethos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. Getethos.com. Getethos.com. Mike Gallagher will always peel back the layers of an issue. The president is uh, rolling out a, uh, a new budget proposal that includes $8.6 billion for the wall. Democrats are immediately saying it's dead on arrival. Did you ever just stop and, and ponder why that is? Of course, we know the answer. I know the answer. You know the answer. It was his signature promise, and they just want him to lose. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The Answer. You have, in the last few weeks, the humanitarian crisis that we haven't seen in years. Food for the Poor's Paul Jacobs on the humanitarian crisis in Haiti. Your business could be the answer to saving lives. I'm John Stagerwald. More in a moment. Fortunately, Food for the Poor has sent dozens of containers into country, and we've been able to squeak by and get our food and get clean water to our communities, to our pastors on the ground, and we need your help. Become a business benefactor with the answer today. Here's how it works. You make a $1,200 tax-deductible gift to Food for the poor and we'll give you $1,200 in free primetime advertising for your business this year. We don't get a dime, nada, zilch. It all goes to meet the need in Haiti. Food for the Poor, an organization that operates at 95% efficiency. Your tax-deductible gift will provide nearly four families food for a year and water for life. Imagine that. Call 412-937-1500, 412-937-1500, or give online at theanswerpgh.com. Offer ends March 31st. Tax season is here again, with more tax law changes than we've seen in 30 years. But no matter how difficult your return is, William Egan CPA can make it easy. William Egan is the local CPA for everyday people. Bill and his staff can demystify your tax filing process for less money than the big national chains with work that's guaranteed. He's been doing it for over 20 years. He can do it for you. Visit SteelCityCPA.com. William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people. Like you at SteelCityCPA.com. You're an insurance agent. You're also an entrepreneur looking to grow. And what better way to grow than by being your own boss? Owning your own Farmers Insurance Agency has been called one of the best small business opportunities in America. With a nationally respected brand, award-winning training, and your personal experience business coach, your opportunity to grow is unlimited. No franchise fees required. Visit BeAFarmersAgent.com and start growing. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. In traffic, we've got the answer. You want to avoid the Parkway West inbound shutdown from 79 to Carnegie with an accident, and it is totally tied up approaching that point. If you are inbound, you'll have to exit at 79. Now on the outbound Parkway West, that is also slow for a pit tunnel out to Carnegie. Parkway East not doing too badly. Slow down outbound 65 from Eckerd Street to the McKees Rocks Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. 
This afternoon will be chilly, sunshine mixing with clouds, high 47. Clear to partly cloudy much of tonight, low 29. Tomorrow, some sun will give it up with increasing clouds, but it will be milder in the afternoon with a high of 54. A bit of rain is likely later tomorrow night. For Thursday, mostly cloudy with a brief shower or two, high 48. Mostly cloudy, blustery and colder Friday, perhaps a rain or snow shower, high 40 to 44. I'm Joe Lundberg on AM 1250, The Answer. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we, uh, we just finished uh, talking about the Electoral College. That's a, a major uh, peeve of mine um, that people... I, I, it's not so much because I don't understand why they want to do it. I do understand why they want to do it. They've lost... Uh, two election presidential elections in the last uh, 20 years, less than 20 years, uh, they've won the the popular vote and didn't win the electoral college, and that uh, annoys them. So they want to get over that. But that's um, uh, as I said to uh, Hans in the last uh, segment, uh, it's the United States of America. You know, states. There are 50 of them, and th- there's. Um, some value in having different states, different laws in different states, because different states have different climates, different uh, makeup of people. And there's if every these people who want a uh, everything to be um, nationalized. If if you live in Pennsylvania, and you don't like the the income tax there, or if you don't, if you're a business, and you don't like the business tax. You have 49, uh, well, actually 50 other, uh, 49 other states that you can um, look at and decide we want to move there for whatever reason. Uh, if it thinks it, if it's going to benefit you, if, if you like their laws better. Uh, and, and so the whole idea that, that you could just have a, a national election and then forget about all the people in the middle of the country, the best way to see it is to find a, a map, a red, a red and blue map, which shows which areas voted for the Republican uh, candidate. And I'm sure you've seen it a million times. The map is mostly red. And there are little pockets of uh, blue where the Democrat has won. And even Hillary Clinton is out there. But she's supposed they're supposed to be smart. And it's either that they're not very smart or that they really think that the people who vote for them or don't vote for them are really stupid. Because you saw the reaction and heard the reaction that um, Elizabeth Warren got, I think it was last night when she gave that speech in Jackson. The people went nuts when she said, get rid of the Electoral College. Uh, people th- people just don't understand why it exists. Uh, I don't know if that's because they're not teaching it in school or because, or maybe some of them know why it exists and they don't like the fact that People in Wyoming get to have a, a say in who gets to be president, and people in Nebraska and and uh, and uh, New Mexico and places that they don't like get to cho- get to have a say. They don't like that. So um, Marco Rubio, uh, he uh, actually responded to um, to uh, Elizabeth Warren last night, and he said what, what she said last night. He went on a tweeting rampage, and he said. Uh, that that these these people who are pushing for getting rid of the electoral college, uh, he says the Democrats' plan to get rid of the electoral college has nothing to do with making sure every vote counts. He said it's about diminishing the electoral power of what liberals arrogantly call the flyover states, and of Americans they habitually disrespect as uneducated and backward. That's exactly who. But but it's not. There are plenty of people who would be. Uh, Considered uh, uh, uneducated and backwards, who who are opposed to the electoral college because they don't understand what it is. Because they're uneducated and backwards, they don't get it. They don't understand. So um, we got 19 more months of this, and they, and they, these guys are these people that are running for the Democratic nomination. They keep they keep coming up with this stuff. Uh, there's another story here: multiple Democrat. Presidential candidates say they're open to expanding the Supreme Court. Nine's not enough. So they don't like the way the Supreme Court um, uh, decisions are going for them. So they figure, well, we, you know, these nine or this 5-4 thing's not working. Uh, uh, 
Beto came out with a plan, I mentioned it yesterday, 15 of them. Five Republicans, five Democrats, and five, I forget how the other five were supposed to be uh, chosen. But then they get the vote, and it's it's like it's a, uh, another smaller version of the House of Representatives or something. It's just stupid. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a court. Um, and lots of people have been um, talking about it. Uh, the uh, this is remember remember the um, the attorney Michael Avenatti he's a beauty he uh, was a guy who was uh, trying to get Brett Kavanaugh by getting peop- women to make up ridiculous stories about him after the uh, when when he was when that hearing with Brett Kavanaugh was completed uh, Avenatti was running around first of all he said he's going to run for president you haven't heard much about him on that lately have you remember when he was going to run for president. How's that campaign going? Anyway, he said, in, my, in light of the Merrick Garland seat that was stolen, together with the events of today and the hiding of docks, etc., the court must be expanded to 11 seats after 2020. The Dem nominee must commit to this or not receive the nomination, in my opinion. There is far too much at stake. That's, that's what you got. You got, uh, not that he means anything, but uh, you got Beto O'Rourke, who has... Uh, considered the darling right now of the democratic party and he's out there um saying 15 we got to not uh, you know how about 115 how about i know how about 435 make it like you know the house of representatives 435 judges uh you know and each state gets to nominate uh, a certain number of judges and or elect a, a certain number of judges i mean it's uh it's beyond stupid and the thing about it is that people are not laughing these idiots off the stage when they come up with these kind of uh, ideas. Beto O'Rourke, when he said, when he's quoted as saying that he thinks it would be a good idea to have 15 Supreme Court justices, that should be the end of his campaign. It should be the end of his political career. Not Forget the end of his campaign. Everybody should just get up. Like when he says that in a, in a room with uh, 300 people, 286 of them should get up and leave. He should be left with about 12 or 15 people there who are nodding their head with everything he says. I mean, that, that's, that's a disqualifier. You're done. Thanks, Beto. Thanks for coming. We'll see you. Thanks for that idea. And so uh, I don't know where Bernie Sanders stands on the um, – I don't think he likes the Electoral College. Pretty sure he doesn't. And uh, I, don't know, I don't know where he stands on, the, um, on padding the Supreme Court. But this is a good one. This is from, this is from Bernie Sanders today. Uh, he's got a new speechwriter, and <laughs> the new speechwriter uh, said, "This is let me. I'll find it for you here. This is what he said about uh, Hugo Chavez, uh, the former, um, the now dead. Fortunately, uh, for everybody in Venezuela, well, actually, it would have been better if he died sooner or had been assassinated. But he's he's dead. But uh, he did a." Great job in setting Venezuela up for what's happening down there, which is people eating their pets and having uh, uh, nowhere to live and uh, like 10 million uh, percent inflation. This is what this uh, this this uh, Sirota, David Sirota, who uh, has just signed up with Bernie to write some speeches for him again. This is what he said about Hugo Chavez. He said his brand of socialism achieved real economic gains. That's what he said. That's what he was saying back at the time when Hugo was uh, going strong. And uh, he said Chavez racked up an economic record that a legacy-obsessed American president could only dream of achieving. And he said, and he said the Venezuelan socialism, quote, suddenly looks like a threat to the corporate capitalism, especially when said country has valuable oil resources that global powerhouses like the United States rely on. This is what he was saying, I don't know, 10 years ago, whatever, eight, whatever, when uh, when Chavez was still in power. And, of course, right now there's mass looting in the streets. People are dying of starvation, and the country is a complete and total uh, mess. 
but Sirota says the problem was the United States back then. He said, become more unequal than many Latin American nations. And he said, are there any constructive lessons to be learned from Chavez's grand experiment with more aggressive redistribution? This is the guy, this is what he was saying. That, now, uh, now, keep in mind, it was one thing for, to, for him to be enough of an idiot to say this back when Chavez was running Venezuela. But he was just rehired by Bernie Sanders to write speeches for him. Again, the guy, the guy comes by and says, hey, Bernie, remember I uh, used to read speech, re, uh, write speeches for you? Uh, I'm thinking you know, I'm I got I'm 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 free and uh, if you need me I'm, I'm I'm available from now till you know the election in uh, uh, in the you know for the primaries for the next uh, six or eight uh, well actually eighteen months and Bernie should say well uh, Dave uh, I saw what you said there about Chavez and uh, it's kind of embarrassing don't you think have you seen the news it's been in all the papers uh, down there uh, Venezuela the people. People are starving in the streets. They're eating their dogs. And uh, you are still out there on record as saying that uh, you thought uh, it was a pretty good idea, this socialism thing in Venezuela. So, you know, you're a nice guy. Thanks. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to find a speechwriter who I won't have to explain his ridiculous statements. Uh, I, I won't have to uh, you know, justify the ridiculous, idiotic, stupid things that you've said in the last couple of years. So, um but instead, this David Sirota, he's now been taken on by Bernie Sanders. It, it, the, the lunatics and the idiots who are running for the, the nomination for the Democrats, and Joe Biden's not in yet. Um, he actually looks like Abraham Lincoln compared to the rest of these guys, these people. Uh, so Bernie got a new speechwriter, and uh, and then um, Bernie's the guy who we had it. We should we played the the uh, sound. Uh, this was from many years ago when they asked him about bread lines. And he said, uh, hey, in some countries they starve. In the Soviet Union, they can wait in line for food. They get food over there. That's Bernie for you. He's uh, one of the leaders for the Democratic nomination, along with, well, I don't know where Elizabeth Warren is. She didn't have a prayer. but um, And none of these people do have a prayer against Donald Trump, by the way. Just they're, this, the idiotic uh, ideas they come up with, they, there's no chance. They, they, they can't win. So um, we'll be back. I'm going to take a break here. We're going to come back, and uh, we're going to talk about food for the poor. Uh, People of Haiti are really, really struggling. And uh, here at AM 1250, The Answer, uh, we've come up with a way to uh, get them some food in a hurry and lots of it. Stick around. and we see how bad things were with the families that were going two and three days without feeding their children who routinely said, we get our water from the gutter. I'm John Steigerwald, and your business could be the answer to saving lives. Food for the poor is Paul Jacobs. On one side, an animal uses the water to relieve themselves. On another side, a mother is trying to get water to give their children to drink. Food for the poor, an organization that operates at 95% efficiency. 95 cents of every dollar they spend goes directly to help the poor. Become a business benefactor with The Answer today. Make a $1,200 tax-deductible gift to Food for the Poor, and we'll give you $1,200 in free primetime advertising for your business this year. Your gift will feed nearly four families for a year and provide water for life. Imagine that. Food for a year and water for life for four families, all because of you. Call 412-937-1500, 412-937-1500, online at theanswerpgh.com. Offer ends March 31st. Are you about to pay double for new windows, siding, or doors? If you haven't called Windows R Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, gutters, siding doors, and, of course, windows. Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months and up to $20,000 on new vinyl, fiberglass, or wood windows. With options like triple-pane glass and names like Pella, no hidden fees or surprises ever. Your no-loophole lifetime warranty covers everything, including glass breakage, at no additional cost. Mention AM1250 with your free estimate for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. 
windowsruspittsburgh.com. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.5%, APR 4.78%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. G'day. I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest-Free. I want to personally thank all my Plug-In Pest-Free customers who have taken the time out to call, write, and who have left messages to thank me for ridding their homes and businesses of unwanted rodent and pest problems. So from me to you, I thank you. Plug-In Pest-Free is the only scientifically tested and, more importantly, consumer-proven electromagnetic pest management system since 1995. Why put up with those annoying rodents and pests any longer? Plug-in pest-free is 100% chemical-free, making it your safest bet to manage your rodent and pest problems around your family and pets. With a 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Go pestfree.com today. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, there's something new and special I want to talk to you about right now. It's called Food for the Poor. And here at AM 1250, The Answer, we're looking for your help to raise money for food for the people of Haiti. A little while ago, I spoke with Angel Aloma. He's the executive director for Food for the Poor. Angel, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So uh, before we get into what exactly it is uh, you guys are doing, Food for the Poor, um, can you just give us kind of a, um, a summary of just how bad things are in Haiti right now? Well, um, uh, just yesterday, um, the prime minister was kicked out of office by the, by the Congress. So we don't know what's going to happen again, but this is not a good thing. And uh, basically... Um, there has been a lack of clean water, a lack of food, a lack of money in general, and uh, the doctors and the hospitals that we support are telling us this could actually open up to the worst um, epidemic of, uh, of um, cholera and also of, of malnutrition, that they're seeing a lot of malnutrition coming in. Um, we have to understand that Haiti is a country that at best of times is in crisis. I mean, um, as much as 80% of the country is unemployed or underemployed, the large part of the population lives under $2 a day, which means that, they are, um, that that's what's defined as extreme poverty. So people are, are already living in this type of squalor, and then all of a sudden this happens now, and the protests and the tire burning and so forth. And what happens is that it's uh, all the downtown closed down some of it was looted and so basically food is completely short water is completely short and once they start drinking that contaminated water it's really troublesome particularly for the children whose immune system is already compromised how hard is it for you to get the the food from here to there that's not a problem for us at all. We have partners everywhere. Um, Taiwan gives us food for free where we basically pay for the shipping. Um, we buy food from Guyana, which is also not too far out, so we can get it there within no time. And um, what kinds of food are you delivering? Or what, what works? Because, I mean, if you don't have refrigeration, uh, you don't have water, how are they able to make it the food even potable? Well, basically, rice and beans is, is the main diet of the poor um, because rice is a great carb and the beans are a great protein. So the combination of the two actually have saved a lot of children's lives all over the world. And uh, so that's what we send down. It's dry food. It doesn't spoil at all easily. 
We also send down whatever we can, but we're also building water projects down there so that they can have clean water. So uh, l- let's uh, run down what uh, people's money can get uh, if for, pe- if pe- for people who uh, choose to contribute, what that money, how much money uh, is needed and what each uh, uh, payment can go for. Well, for $320, we can feed a family of four for a year and give them clean water for life. Wow. What do we mean by clean water for life? When we build a well in a village um, uh, that, say, have a 1,000 people, um, uh, we, if that well, if the, if the pump breaks, they call, the community leader will call Food for the Poor, and we replace that pump. If that well runs dry, they call Food for the Poor. We come out and we redig a well somewhere nearby to the village again that has water. So when we do a well, we don't just leave it and then they have to worry about everything. We actually maintain it for life. And uh, 500 for a family of six, I see here, $1,000 for 12 people. That's feed 12 people for a year? Um, uh, actually, yes. Wow. And water for life. That's a, so you're, and, and, and this is a charity, Food for the Poor, where people can be confident that the money they give is, is not going to be wasted. It's going directly to the people who need it. Absolutely, John. Um, uh, we have uh, over 94% um, of all donations, including the value of our, of our in-kind um, uh, gifts, goes directly to programs that help the poor. And here's a special offer for you if you're a business owner. If you donate $1,200 to Food for the Poor, AM 1250, the answer will give you $1,200 worth of advertising. No cost to you. We'll write and produce the commercials at no cost to you. Here's the number to call, 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500. So do that. Do something good. We'll be talking more about that in the days to come here. Uh, well, how much time I got, Aaron? About a minute. I, I wanted to try to get this in. I hope I can. Um, this is uh, amazing. Um, a woman in uh, Great Britain is uh, going to have to go see the police. Uh, if she doesn't, she says if she doesn't go on her own, they tell her that she will be arrested. And the reason is that, well, I'm just going to read you the first sentence of the story. That's to tell you all you need to know about where the world is and how it's upside down. A devout Catholic and mother of five has been asked to attend a police interview after being accused of using, are you ready, the wrong pronoun to describe a transgender girl. She did it on Twitter. Now, it's one thing to have the girl sue her or or something or get fired from her job. That would be ridiculous. They want to arrest her and charge her with a crime. That's where we are in 2019. Sick. See you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.